You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of your new puppies podcast. I'm Debbie. And today we're going to talk about when your dog jumps up on people, whether it's you, your family members, or even your guests. So this can be an annoying habit for sure. It's also a very common one. There's a couple ways to go about correcting this behavior. Today we're going to talk about ignoring and redirecting the jumping. But first we're going to talk about why dogs jump up on us in the first place. The vast majority of dogs are doing it to simply get our attention. And if we really think about it, when they jump on us, that's exactly what we're giving them. Whether it's we're sitting down and watching TV and he puts our his paws in, in our lap and then all of a sudden we're paying attention to him. Or we're walking in the door and the dog's jumping up and down on us and we're going, no, no, stop, sit down. That's still attention. It might be negative attention, but the dog doesn't care. They're still getting your attention. So usually this starts when they're puppies because when they're puppies, the jumping can be very innocent. They're small, they're light, they're so darn cute. It's not such a nuisance at that moment, so we're not really thinking about it. And it's just, it's in our human nature that this adorable, big-eyed, floppy-eared fuzzball is jumping up, looking for attention. We're going to bend down and give it to them. But then they grow up into a full-sized adult dog, and it's not as cute anymore. But now the habit is already there. And even if you don't have a large dog, you don't necessarily want your dog jumping on your guests or kids or when we're getting dressed up to go out at night or when they have muddy paws. You get my point. So the first thing we're going to talk about is prevention. So if you're lucky enough to have a brand new puppy at home, a nice clean slate, and this habit hasn't started yet, then we are going to nip it in the bud. Essentially, you were never going to pay attention to your dog when he jumps on you. The only time he gets attention is when all four paws are on the ground. So we're going to ignore the behavior we don't want, and we're going to reward the behavior that we do. So this is when it's easy to ignore them, yet it's not so easy because they are so cute and all they do is want our love, want our attention. It's going to be hard for us to ignore our puppy. We didn't get a puppy to ignore it. But we want to think ahead to those situations when they're an adult dog that this jumping isn't going to be as cute. And you can pay attention to your dog all you want as long as he's not jumping on you, as long as all four paws are on the ground. Now, because he's small and maybe not as strong, it's going to be easy to ignore. So anybody out there who has a grown large, strong dog who is jumping on them knows exactly what I'm talking about. And don't worry, I am going to get to you. Now, if you have a dog or a puppy that already has this behavior, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to ignore our dog when he jumps on us. So say we walk in the door and they're all excited and they're jumping up and down. We are not going to look at them, talk to them, or even we could even turn our backs on them. 
They get no love, no attention. We are the most boring thing in the world until they calm down and they start and they stop jumping. So when I say they calm down, this is really up to you because they can still have a little bit of an excitement and still be a little wiggly, but not overly excited and jumping up and down. We want to give them our attention when they are acting exactly how we want them to act every time we walk in the door. So this is going to be hard because most likely they're jumping on us because we've always paid attention to them when they did. Again, whether it's negative or positive, we've always paid attention to them. So we got to start changing our own habits and our own behaviors a little bit. And that is always easier said than done. So maybe when you walk in the door, you pretend you have your hands full or you make sure that you have your hands full. Maybe you make sh- you have your phone in one hand and your wallet or your purse in another. So now you can't touch them. You can't really pay attention to them and you have to ignore them until you get in the house and you can put your things down. If they're still jumping, maybe you straighten out the kitchen table a little bit. You know, you keep yourself busy until you know that your dog is nice and calm. And then we're going to pay attention to them. And then we're going to say hello to them. And it's going to be hard at first because you know what? We want to greet them just as much as they want to greet us. But when you're, you're not going to hurt your dog's feelings. I promise you it's going to feel like it, but you're not. You're just teaching them what you want from them. You're teaching them how to be a well-behaved member of your family. So at first, it's going to be it's going to be tough to ignore them because because we don't want to. But in the long run, it's going to be good for everybody. The flip side of this is that we have to pay attention to them when they're not jumping on us. When they do finally sit there or lay down or act nice and calm, we need to pay attention to them because that's us saying, okay, this is when you get my attention. This is what I want from you. This is what I'm rewarding. Okay. So in addition to ignoring the behavior that we don't want, which is jumping, we can also add a behavior that we do want. So what do I mean by this? So instead of running up to you and jumping on you, we're going to teach him that he runs up and he sits. And that's how he gets his attention. This is going to be really useful for those of you who have large, strong dogs that are already jumping, that already jump on you to greet you or try to get your attention. And it's really hard to ignore the fact that you are getting mauled by your overexcited dog. So to start to teach this behavior, I like to use the game Rover Red Rover Round Robin. So I talked about this game a little bit in episode four that was all about recall and the come command because this game teaches the basis of come, but we can also use it to teach other skills. In fact, the um, extra bonus, which is a PDF that I have in that episode, which which you can go right to the show notes and grab it if you're interested. It's just... um, It gives you step-by-step how to play the game, and then it gives you different options on how to use the game to teach different skills. So one of these versions is teaching him to sit when he runs up to you. If you're not familiar with the game, pretty much you're getting your dog to run from person to person. So you have two or more people. Each person takes a turn and calls the dog to them. So they're running back and forth to all these different people. So the person who's calling him over and getting him all excited and getting him to run right to him, he's throwing a party so the dog wants to come over. Right before the dog gets there, you're going to stand up and ask the dog to sit. And then you give him attention, give him a treat, and then the next person goes. So now he's learning every time he's all excited and running up to these different people, he's going to sit. So he's already familiar with that 
behavior where he runs over to somebody and then he has to sit. And then we take it inside. And if our dog is running over to us and jumping all over us when we're walking in the door, then we practice when we walk in the door. If he runs towards us, we have him sit. And even if he's still a little too excited to, we're giving him something else to do than jump because if he's sitting, he is not jumping. So the last thing we're going to talk about is getting some volunteers. So you want him to associate not jumping or I get attention when all four paws are on the ground with everybody, not just your family. So you want to get some outside dog-friendly volunteers. They're going to need a little bit of patience and we're going to practice having guests walk into our house. So you're going to have your guest or your volunteer ring the doorbell and you're going to have a little section by the front door where your dog is going to sit. You know, maybe it's a rug, maybe they even, but just some kind of marker so your dog knows, okay, that's where I go and sit. And as long as he's calm, as long as he's sitting, the guest or your volunteer can come into the house. Now, obviously, when you first start doing this, he's He's not going to get it right away. So what's going to happen is he's probably going to try to run over to the guest or start jumping. You should probably have him on a leash so he can't actually get there. As soon as he gets a little too excited or starts to jump, your volunteer walks out the door. So he wants to get to this person. He wants to get to this stranger and say hello. That's his reward. So when he starts to jump, his reward goes away. And we try it again. Guest comes in. As long as he's calm, the guest can approach, probably has a treat. As long as he's not jumping, all four paws are on the ground, he's relatively calm, you can give him a treat. He can be a little wiggly and excited, but we don't want him jumping up and down. And the first time you do this, it might take 20 minutes. It might take a half an hour. Your volunteer might be walking in and out of the house 60 times. But the next time, it's going to be 18 minutes. Next time, it's going to be 17 minutes. And eventually, he's going to get it because the whole point is, is dogs are going to do what works for them. Jumping used to work for them. That's how they got the attention. Now we got to teach them, well, that's not going to work for you anymore. Now you have to sit and be calm. Now that's going to work for you. And if, depending on how, depending on how ingrained that behavior is, how long this habit's going on, It's going to take a little while for us to reprogram that habit. And we're only going to be able to do that by practice and repetition. So no matter which method you choose, I encourage you to practice. So we're not going to just wait until the situation occurs, like you have a guest come over or you come home from work. We're going to actually create the situations that your dog is jumping on you or others. Because the more we practice it, the faster he's going to understand what we want because dogs learn through repetition and reward. And you also need a splash of patience, sometimes a little more than a splash. Okay, so that is all I have for you. If you have any questions, comments, or say that you had the same issue and something worked for you, feel free to head over to the show notes playtimepause.com forward slash episode eight. So that's the number eight, playtimepause.com forward slash episode eight. And leave a comment and tell us how what worked for you. Okay, so that's all I have for you for now. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to your new puppies podcast. Learn more about us at playtimepause.com.